0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. Today we're discussing heist movies um, among a bunch of other different line items. We've got JP, we've got Justin, we've got me. It's a good one. Do it up. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. This is your top guy, Jim Davis. With me is uh, Justin Gardy. Justin, how the hell are you?
1: Uh, Jim, I'm gonna be real honest with you right now. I'm not I'm not feeling that funny today. So this podcast is gonna suck.
0: I don't feel to be honest with you, I don't feel very funny today either. So I think we're playing right into JP's wheelhouse. JP, how's it going? Are you are you feeling funny to maybe you're the one that's gonna take over the comedy of the of the
2: podcast? Uh maybe with some dry humor, but I, I can never match the comedic styles just Legardi. It's simply impossible. But, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I mean, I understand that, uh, but I'm just not feeling it today. I mean, the funniest thing I could think of, you know, we're shooting from the hip here, but every time I go to the gym, I love to go to Whole Foods. I get the entree and two sides. Now, that's not really the point, but when I leave Whole Foods, I make a left, and then I make another left. And you know what I pass every time on the right. Iowa CPAP store. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: and I um, think
1: of you, I call, it's called Iowa CPAP every time because i think <laughs> of you and the geriatrics that are over there and it's just i laugh because i think wait, it's so sweet to go
0: wait you think of jp or you think of me because we both use a CPAP machine.
1: Oh, uh, i i mean i kind of think of you but i just think of jp because like jp like like his carry-on is probably that machine
0: oh 100 everywhere i go i bring that machine with me and the funny thing is is that and jp you might be able to chime in on this as well that, like, when you check into a hotel or go... Like, they all know it's your breathing machine. Like, even the people that are, like, checking your bags or the, the bellhop is like, Oh, you need your breathing machine. I'll bring that right up. Shifty, is that happening?
2: Oh, yeah. And then the TSA guys, they know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and the thing you is, have- the TSA guys who use one, they give you, like, a look of respect. Like, oh, yeah, I see, <laughs> I see you traveling. Do you want to sleep well on your trip? They give you it's that like little like the people head-up.
1: who drive Jeeps. No, the people who drive Jeeps. The who drive. Yeah, you got
2: yeah, 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 it's 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 a little nice. wave. Ooh. people are a special breed, though, but the CPAP people, they just realize, like, hey, your airway closes when you sleep at night, and this shit helps you breathe. I mean, I, I will always extol the virtues of the CPAP machine, and this may not make the podcast, but everyone <laughs> out there, if you're snoring, or if your wife kicks your ass out to the couch or whatever, go get a damn CPAP machine. This is a public service announcement, it'll change your
0: <laughs> And Do you... The- Just to piggyback on JP's uh, public service announcement, I did not use a CPAP for many years and I should have been using one. Finally did the sleep study, finally got the CPAP machine, and it changed my life. Way more energy. My whole life went went from a, a hazy gray to full color, like pretty much overnight, and I concur with JP take get it taken care of sleep is the most important thing that you can get justin what were you saying i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off
1: no 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 we can move on to that i had a couple of uh, wine items that i just thought of while we were talking about cpap um i was at the gym today you ever notice i can't stand these people it's not the people at the gym it's not working out you ever notice the sloppiest people in the world they're wearing like Under Armour T-shirts with that that black line across, you know, the whole thing. They're always going to take dumps when they walk into these establishments. <laughs> no, 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 and you're one of them. Yeah, I don't I understand people who have to go to the bathroom. Like, I don't get it. Well, because i make I'll, any sense.
0: I'll explain it to you. But first of all, I want to say two things. One is, I'm wearing an Under Armour shirt right now, so that'll give you a, kind of an idea of who I am and what I'm all about. But Justin, everyone's uh, you know indigestion. Everyone's digestion track. It's different than what you got going. So you're one of those people. You're like my wife. You wake up in the morning, you take a dump, you're done for the day. That's fantastic. I wish my body worked that way. My body does not work that way. Um, my body works in a way where I'm just eating and shitting all day long. Like it does, it does not matter. I'm. I'm. If, well, I know. I agree. I think there's probably some foods or some or some drinks that I'm allergic to. Um no. and I don't care enough to go and find out what they are cuz I'm not going to be one of these people that goes to a restaurant and says I'm I have I'm allergic to fucking soy or whatever whatever the shit is. I just eat whatever I'm going to eat and then I deal with the consequences. That's my life. So, oh. you should you shouldn't be upset with these people. You should feel sorry for them maybe. You should look down your nose at them. Yes. But they have a problem. They got a shit and
1: you know, I got a shit too. Um that's one you. Of the, th- the other thing, the other line I don't... Um, and I think I texted you. So Guardi Palooza four, it might have been, could have been three. I don't know. That, that's irrelevant. The number. You know, I went out Saturday. I was out till four. I ain't go to bed till three fifty.
0: That's a good night. That's a good. That, well, let me ask you a question. In the original Guardi Palooza, the one that I came up with and put together, and you yeah, know, yeah, made, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Made, the, made the flyer for everything. Uh, how late were you up that night?
1: Uh, I think that's when I bought three large pizzas from um, <laughs> Home Slice. Yeah, <laughs> from Home Slice for three people. Ah, uh, don't forget, Paulina near-
2: made you a cookie cake and then put Guardi Palooza on it.
1: She did. Well, Guardi Palooza is a lifestyle; it's not an event. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't. A, this is the latest I've been out in a long time without additives. And let me tell you, this city, this city is embracing. Guardy Palooza. The mean, lifestyle, the Guardi Palooza, lifestyle. Well, let me tell you something. This town has never seen anything like it. I think I said this in the last podcast, but I cannot, read, I cannot read. I cannot read. They don't understand. They uh, they don't understand. Thirty five year olds that are like can speak full sentences and then go out drinking, and like it's just mind boggling. <laughs> like they they all think I'm like twenty. I really am the Tom Hardy of this town. There's gonna be new STDs coming out. Within weeks, because I'm just gonna be plowing and plowing and plowing it. The other thing, uh, my list sucks. By the way, my list is not that great.
0: I feel like there's gonna be a lot of overlap in this list and or, or in our honorable mentions in our list. That's okay. I, I this was my idea to do this to do this topic, and it is a genre that I really enjoy. I love a good heist movie. I love a good let's put a plan together, let's make it happen, but. In my kind of research on this, I realized that there are a handful, and I mean a handful of heist movies that I adore, and it's those movies that I really love. But all the other heist movies, I'm very kind of lukewarm on. So, Well, there are some a, heist movies. I, there are I some understand heist that, movies. actually. Like, there, it's a wide kind of uh, genre, Like there's a lot going on there but there's quite a few movies where when i went back and did some research and started rewatching some movies i was like you know what this one's not great but you know it's got a lot of star power and the first time i watched it i really liked it so there's quite a few movies like that we'll get into it in, in a couple of minutes Gardy, do we need to go over any more light items or are we have we hit it all
1: no i think next i'm i'm heading to austin next week you know um my friend colin um he, his friends rented a boat. You know, they want guards to run. I mean, of course they want guards on it.
0: Did, did Colin <laughs> is Colin a subscriber to the Top Guys movie podcast? No,
1: I'm gonna have to tell him to subscribe. Dude, people that are married aren't because like you guys are just like, fucking.
0: I don't, don't want to go. I just want to know what you're doing. I want to see. That's like the cares. thing
1: though. It's no, no, you say you don't want to go because you just want to be mean, but what do you want to do? You want to hang out with your kids and play Jenga? No, please. I'm gonna be on a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on boat trying to finger blast broads and you're telling me you don't want to go it's <laughs> so stupid that's so yeah. stupid that you even think of that i no, know not want to go i
0: understand what you're saying and yeah there is a part of me that does want to go just to kind of monitor you and figure out what's happening but i uh i really don't want to go i'm not a crowd guy i'm not a boat guy i don't want to do any of that shit i'm very lazy for me
2: <laughs> my my biggest issue with the boat is that Let's say you get on the boat and you don't like half the people. The food isn't good. They got, like, the your least favorite flavor of White Claw or whatever. Yeah. You're stuck. It's not like you can just say, oh, I'm, I'm 40 minutes uh, away from where we docked. I'm just going to jump out and swim. You know, you can't just say, hey, I'm going to take the jet ski back. You know, yeah, like, but if you, you own drink, the jet ski, I guess you, you can. Drink like,
1: three to four, you drink three to four White Claws, you could start talking to anyone.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can. If you really
1: hate the people, if they really don't vibe, then that's a whole thing. But like four White Claws in, I mean, you could start talking. I mean, I feel like, you know, most people are tolerable. Plus, you're on a boat. There's, you know, there could be a group of other people. You're dancing, you're prancing, you're clanging, you're banging. I mean, (laughs) you know, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to be on a boat. I'm going to be sweating. I'm going to have a good tan. I'm going to be ready to go.
2: Yeah, and like I said, I, I, I get that. I just. Man, if you're stuck on a boat with people you don't like, man, it is—it stinks. It really does. Okay,
1: I'd rather be stuck on a boat than playing fucking uh, Foursquare with <laughs> Jim in his backyard. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be real here.
2: No, uh, he and I's Foursquare, but okay, that's
0: fair. I don't, but I understand tetherball. what he's saying. It makes perfect sense, and uh, I completely get what you're saying. However, um. um I'm not going to be on the boat. I don't want to be on the boat. You don't want me to be on the boat. That's the no, truth. No, no, I
1: would lo- honestly I would invite all of you on the boat. I don't I'm sick of now I've gone to a thing it's happened in the last 1 to 2 months. I'm sick of talking about things and talking to people and then they and then they and then they just don't show up and they already know they're not going to. There's you know, you either coming or you're not. I if you want to come on the boat, you come on the boat. But my expectations are very low because people that are either married, they're in relationships, uh, you know, you people annoy me, annoy me to the gourds. You know, I need. But <laughs> if you want to come, I'm glad. But don't say you're going to come and not going to come. You know what? I don't want that. Shit. You're either coming or you're not. And that's it. Well,
0: so. I I completely uh, understand that perspective. And I appreciate it, but here's the thing: I'm not coming. Yeah. Let me just say that. Is Braxton yeah. going?
1: I don't know if Braxton. Well, quite frankly, you're not good looking enough to come on the boat. But no, I agree. No, I want you on that. But I would love to have you on the boat. But you're, you know, yeah. I'm a mess.
0: Is Braxton going? Is what I want to know. Is Braxton? I don't know. You know I don't Braxton's, think Braxton's got his own boat. He's doing his own thing. Are you guys yeah, going to tie the boats together? Maybe
1: he'll, sh- maybe he'll come. Uh, he'll follow up on the boat. I don't know. I, we haven't gotten that far. I haven't even gotten really far about my boat. I got to get outfits. I got big things. But you know what? That will be. That, that's for podcast number forty-eight, and that's when I tell you about what happened on the boat um, with our six <laughs> listeners. We got two lesbians, three races, and a, and a black dude who's listening to our podcast right now. None of them we don't know. When we that's get the very first, true. when we get the first follower that we don't know. Oh man, that's going to be that's going to be incredible. Just gonna one. Happen.
2: Do me a if, favor, and remember, guys, they, they do not like being referred to as lesbians. Like oh, a sex right. sex oh, I forgot. What oh. are their names
0: again? Let's give them a shout out right now. Shout Kirsten, out, yeah.
2: Kirsten and Kaylee. K-
0: Kirsten, Kirsten and Kaylee, shout K- out to you guys. KK, we, shout out. We love that you're uh, not necessarily fans, but that you listen to the show out of some sort yeah, of obligation nice, to yes. JP. I like that. Um, we'll take obligated listeners over over uh, actual fans. Justin, you have something to say to these young ladies. And be nice, Justin. Don't- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, absolutely. Um, respect. We're glad that you're listening to us. You and three other people are listening to us. Um, and I enjoy it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Like I said, I'm not feeling funny today. I'm depressed. I'm not feeling it at all. Like you know, so this would be a terrible podcast. God forbid I wasn't on it; it'd be even worse. Can't wait for next week to hear that shit show. But that is a, <laughs> that's
2: another story. But have I feel this is going to be a great podcast, actually. It's been not so
0: bad. I mean, you started out, just in saying that you're not feeling funny. You don't feel this. You don't feel that. But sometimes the best shit comes out when you do that. And I think it's been pretty good so far. And uh, you know, we've got a couple of listeners. That's great. Maybe we'll have more. Maybe we'll have someone that we don't know at some point. Look, the point
1: is, we're here to talk about movies. Are I, there bots? Can like, are there like podcast bots? I feel like that's what we're going to get. Like these, like Indian guys. They're not even really Indian. They're bots. And They're gonna be following
0: us. <laughs> I th- like like similar to uh, to like like Instagram, tweet, like Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, um, like
1: we know they're fake, but like they're somehow following us. I don't know how.
0: I believe that there is. I think you could probably you know create some bot traffic or um, hack your way to ten thousand podcast downloads or something. I want to get it organically. You know that's that's where I'm at. I, I want to get there organically. I want to do it the right way. Let's not worry about it. Let's talk from our heart about the movies that we love and be as funny and as silly as we want to be. And then, you know, hopefully the the audience will be there. If the audience isn't there, you know what? We're doing this for us. The art is for us. The content is for us. With that being said, let's jump in to honorable mentions. How does that sound? Sounds great, fantastic. JP, I'm going to start with you. Since you're the newest top guy, you got to go first.
2: Okay, uh, okay, very, very, very quickly, I'm going to give two not discussion honorable mentions, just because y- you made a great point earlier that there's a few very high-end, very amazing films in this category, and then there's a a clear second class that is very muddy and kind of hard to sift through, but there were a couple of valedictorians of the muddy class that I wanted to make sure got a little notice, um, it's really a mob movie, but Goodfellas, the entire plot is driven by the Lufthansa heist. Yeah. So I thought it was important to mention that film. I mean, like, literally, the only reason he ends up in jail and starts dealing cocaine is because of the Lufthansa heist. And I think that's kind of an important element of that film. And then the other one, I've talked about him a lot. Justin, there is literally zero chance you've ever seen this movie. But The Killing, it was Stanley Kubrick's first feature film. It's actually a very refreshing uh, you wouldn't think it was made in 1956. Uh, so those are like my two, I don't really want to talk about them, honorable mentions, but I feel like they needed at least uh, a nod. All right. My first honorable mention that i at least like to discuss, <clears throat> and I think I'm a little bit of a salmon in this one in that I swim against the stream, I thought Ocean's 12 was actually y- the best of the Yikes. new Ocean's movies. Are
0: you serious? Dude? Uh, all right, so... Uh, I mean, I appreciate what you're saying right now, but I got to say Ocean's 12 might be the muddiest, messiest, worst plotted and paced Ocean's movie, and I'm including the, the, the Frank Sinatra movie from 1960-whatever. Like, it's ugly. It was clearly pushed out early. Ocean's 13 is even worse, in my opinion, with all the Julie Roberts bullshit.
1: What's but the Ocean- one where they drill in the water? Mm, you're thinking
2: of the Italian job.
1: Yeah, that's a that's the Italian <laughs> job.
2: <laughs> wrong uh, film. Okay, yeah, wrong no. Film. Uh, here's here's a couple reasons I I enjoy Ocean's 12. Please. Um okay, Francois Toulour as the Night Fox. Yeah. Is one of the most delightful like movie. He's not even like a a villain. He's just kind of like a a competitor to Danny Ocean and his crew and Yeah. Like uh, something about his you know, it kind of reminds me of Matt too a little bit, actually, which is hilarious. <laughs> you know, like kind of, kind of like thin, like black curly hair, like big yeah. French accent. Um, and th- in that movie, you know, he's actually a Baron. He's like a titled French aristocrat, and he's taking on this wife of, of a of a thief. And then, I don't know. It's it's in Europe, um, so it's kind of got this. You know Amsterdam on the water feel. I really enjoy the scene where Matt Damon starts saying the lyrics from Kashmir, um, and and ends up like uh, you know what he thinks is you know ruin their plan and offend uh, the informant that they're using. I, I, we talk about cable rewatchability, and for whatever reason, this one is the most rewatchable of them for me. Um, wow, I could and I, and not- I don't. And I don't know why exactly, but for those few reasons that I listed out, it's just the easiest one for me to put on and watch, I think.
0: I could not disagree with you more. I think Ocean's Eleven is a thousand times more rewatchable than Ocean's Twelve. For a number of different reasons. One is, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is the is the fountain scene where they all end up at the fountain at the very end. I mean, that's that's just a wonderful, wonderful scene. And all of this, all of the tropes and everything that they did, in Oceans Eleven, they just retread out for Oceans Twelve. And there is, I feel like there was a part of that with Steven Soderbergh and with the rest of the cast where they were like, "This cast is so megawatt superstar that we literally can do whatever we want." And get away with it which is which oceans 12 felt like a heist to me in and of itself because they they heisted 15 dollars out of my fucking wallet for that movie because it <laughs> fucking sucks so hard
2: okay so you didn't like katherine zeta jones you didn't like julia roberts playing herself you didn't like bruce willis in that weird cameo like it's it's a delightful movie to me it it, it I, I don't know, like, for some reason, maybe the crappy sequel uh, appealed to me in this particular genre, but... Uh.
0: I mean, I understand liking the the star power of it. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Doing art just to make money, that bothers me. And so I feel like 13, 12 and 13 were that. I feel like Ocean's 12 was like, hey, this could be fun, let's give it a shot. And it was super fun. And then 12 and 13 was like, let's cash in on it. I'm sorry, that's just my anti-capitalist... Uh, you know, left-wing whatever.
2: That's fair. No, I mean, look, it's good that we disagree in this particular uh, you know, topic. I I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just think it's the most rewatchable of them, but it's okay if I'm wrong. I don't mind it. Um, Shall I move on to my next film?
0: Yes, you should.
2: Okay. uh, The next one, and uh, it kind of pains me to say this, just because knowing what we know now, but uh, the usual suspects. Is my second honorable mention.
0: I'm not going to argue with you there. Um, As far as are we talking
1: because uh, Spacey jerks off dudes? (laughs) (laughs) Was he in Usual Suspects? Is that why? Yeah, he's Kaiser Soze.
0: He's like the biggest role in the movie.
1: Yeah, no, no, he wasn't dickling with little dudes. He just jerks off in front of people. That's not that bad. <laughs> no, I mean like I mean, you're there's, not. Fours, there's been I mean, a number
2: of there's been a number of issues with him that aren't yeah. that aren't just that, but he he does have some some really weird, awful things about him. Um, he does. I uh, so something that I've always found kind of odd in this film is that you would think that Spacey would have been the lead actor, but he was not. Uh, he actually won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his performance. Uh, and the film also won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Uh, for whatever reason, I seem to really like movies that win the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. I'm not sure what it is, uh, but they seem to, to speak to me. And then... I... I one thing about this movie, and I, and I think it's worth mentioning, is that... If you've seen it 15, 20, 25 times, which I probably have... The twist at the end... Is still awesome. It is. I don't care how many times you've seen it. When, when verbal Kent, which is the the fake guy that Spacey makes up as Kaiser Soze to to talk to the police, and he's walking out of the police station, all of a sudden his limp disappears, and he's like the coolest, baddest motherfucker on the planet, and gets in that jaguar. I, I don't care how many times you've seen the movie. It is awesome. Yes, and then a, a couple other things too. I think uh, Gabriel Byrne uh, playing Dean Keaton was awesome. Stephen Baldwin, who we all think is kind of a joke now, but at that time uh, he played what was the character's name? Michael McManus. I had to check my notes, sorry. Yep. Uh, and then Benicio Del Toro is like <laughs> the scene where they're doing the lineup and it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's so hard to not laugh. Like like the the film is awesome. Um, I I, again the cable rewatchability on it is extremely high, and Soze's character, Uh, you know me, I do my research. is based on a guy named John List, who Mm -hmm. uh, Jim might be old enough to remember this Guardi, but he was an accountant who lived in New Jersey and he murdered his family in the early seventies. And then disappeared for two decades. Yeah. Like, he assumed a new identity. Uh, he was completely never going to be found for a solid 20 years before he was apprehended. And, again, the the twist at the end is never going to get old for me. And even though it's Kevin Spacey, which, when you turn on something and you see him now, like, like American Beauty has been kind of ruined for me. Because when I see him, I'm just like, man, I... I really have a hard time watching this, but for some reason that hasn't happened with me and the usual suspects.
0: Like I said, I agree. Great flick, great pick, love it, JP.
2: My last honorable mention, and man, it just missed the cut to to be into the top three, is Inception.
0: That is a heist movie. I I will give you that. I I feel like that movie goes deeper than just you know kind of an overall heist movie because I think it really talks about. Free will. Um, it talks about the dream space, what exists there, how how deep our minds go. There's a lot of stuff that happens in that movie that I think is is uh, you know it's it's a think piece for sure, but it's definitely it's a mind heist, which I think is even cooler.
2: Yeah, and the cast is pretty incredible when you take a look. I mean, Leo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Elliot. Or excuse me, no. Yeah, uh, saying it right, yes, Elliot Page. Excuse me, I wanted to make sure I, I got that one correct.
0: You did say it right, yeah. Uh,
2: Tom Hardy. Uh, Cillian Murphy's in it. Uh, Tom Barringer. like, played the Batman films that Christopher Nolan did. Yeah. And I think this is a good kind of stream or, like, a separate river that he kind of went down with this film. Um uh, from an from an artistic point of view, especially like in the world building perspective, and I I really and truly believe this is Leo's best role.
0: Wow, that's a huge statement.
2: And Guardi- the Guardi- I say that, and the reason huh? I say that in particular, is the absolute pain and suffering that he feels. Not only because of the the separation from his children, but because his wife is stuck in this like awful endless for loop. Uh, and by the way, it's it's a really uh, cool thing for you know maybe an intellectual like me, Gardy, You know, yeah. her name is Mal, which Mal in Latin means evil. <laughs> uh, his wife, right? Yeah. He calls her Mal, and and you know malnutrition, whatever. You know, you can use that as a prefix a nice little turn of words to suggest that his wife whom he dearly loves and wants to be with is an evil uh, presence in his life he is so pained and somehow still can like stick to the mission I don't know there's something human about that like you know people talk about uh, you know some of his other roles and I just don't think he's ever been as human as he was in this movie Um, and for me it's, it's the best role that he's ever done and then the heist itself is incredible you know the dream upon the dream upon the dream yeah everything kind of snapping together people are falling Joseph gordon levitts like shooting people in zero G in a dream like oh yeah give me some of that and then Tom Hardy was awesome too as a you know a badass I'm gonna kill people Uh, so I don't know the the film is great I really enjoyed it and and again I, I really do think it's Leo's best role which he's got a long career ahead of him still but to me, it's it's the creme de la creme for him.
0: But here's the thing: uh, our time is is clicking by. I'm not going to say how far in we are because I'm going to edit this thing. <laughs> However, ben and Cardi, what
2: do you what do you think of Inception? Like, I I, I know you've I, seen
1: the movie. No, I haven't seen it, and I'll tell you why. I know I'll hate it. It's like Tenant. I'll never watch Tenet. I'll never watch Inception. But the
2: question: uh, Tenant was a mess. That. To to even remotely say that Nolan just said I'm gonna cash up twenty million dollar check on Tenant, he didn't even try. Yeah. Inception even is bit. on a completely and utterly different.
1: If you level. think that is Leo's best role, how many Oscars should Leo have won? Like ten? Probably three he should or four. Have four. Three or four. Three
2: or three or four easily. Uh, the Revenant that he he didn't win for that it was absolutely ridiculous. He I don't even win. want to talk about the Wolf of Wall okay, no, Street. I think that movie kind of sucks. Actually, he won. He, he Revenant. won. He won
0: for the Revenant. He won he Best did. Actor for the Revenant.
2: Oh wait, do, why did I think that he won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Then
1: no, he won no. Revenant, but he should have won like five, like three or four
0: more. He should have won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He should have won for uh, what the movie that you just said. Um, for The Departed. For I mean the guy. But here's the thing: movie stars don't win Oscars. They don't need them. They don't care about them. He's always going to be a bankable star. He doesn't have to put that on his resume. He's very good looking and a phenomenal talent who works with Martin Scorsese. He's always going to be a movies. He doesn't need it. He doesn't have to go out there and beg for validation because that's who he is. I get that. But his work speaks for itself. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. All right, Cardi. Honorable mentions. On to yeah. you, my friend.
1: So now uh, let me. You know that I'm a guy. I'm not giving you these movies that everyone's gonna say. I'm a guy who's giving you movies based on when I watch them and if I like the movie. I'm not here to give you give you movies that I think people are gonna like. You know, I'm not here to wow the audience. I'm here to wow myself. Does that make sense? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're here to wow yourself about picks that you've already made, yes. And the other thing,
1: the other thing I'm going to say is, and this is kind of like a little gray line, the heist movies. Because some movies I was looking up, like they are heist movies, but like you wouldn't think they're heist movies. I win strictly heist movies, ones that I like. Okay, I don't want any laughing, I don't want any joking. Oh, that's stupid. Whatever. No, I did my three honorable mention heist movies my first one goes in the comedy section because it was very good for what it was tower heist
0: yeah i'll agree with, with you ben
1: there. stiller uh you will agree with me with that one because i remember we discussed this before but long story short ben stiller he's uh manager of a high-rise condo and then there's the um arthur shaw uh, who was arrested for fraud and then long story short what is it the car is gold
0: yeah, he takes um, all of the the retirement money from everyone that works at the Tower and yeah. then embezzles it, and it disappears, so everyone gets screwed. And then he takes the money, and he makes a golden car out of it, which is yeah. kind of a silly plot device. But um, you've got Ben Stiller. You've got Eddie fucking Murphy's in the car. Eddie Murphy, movie, so. Matt, Matthew
1: Broderick. you got Casey yeah. Affleck. you got Tia Leone, which I don't even know if that's a big name. Alan Aldo, which is one of those guys that... Uh, you have no idea what his name is until you actually look at him. You're like, oh, How
0: dare you? I love Alan Alda. I, is, I grew up the, watching MASH.
2: Is the gold car an homage to Goldfinger, where the James Bond villain has a, a car of gold to smuggle Yes.
0: Gold? I think it is in a small way. This was directed by Brett Ratner, who I think is just a giant douchebag. But I, I think that um, <laughs> this may have been a tip Shout of the out, <laughs> well, it's, it's it's also sort of a movie villain, right? Like Alan Alda plays. No, this,
1: it's Steve this. McQueen's car, is what they say.
0: It is, but he makes it that. But he, you know, he smelts the gold and makes it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyways. The point is,
1: point the is. point is,
0: is that Alan Alda is the is the terrible one percenter in this movie, and it, that movie definitely came out at a time where it was Occupy Wall Street and fuck the one percent and all that stuff. So that was a big part of it as well. So yes, I think there was a a, a nod to Goldfinger there, as far as like movie villains are concerned. <laughs>
1: Um, so in the next movie, you know, back to the, I don't care what the fuck any of you people think, um, this is a, uh, heist movie, um, Point Break, the old, oh, by the way, the old, yeah, no, break.
0: the new Point Break can suck a dick, I love the old Point Break.
1: I love it, you got, you got, uh, what's his name, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, um, working undercover, Robin Bank phenomenal and when we talk about watchability not that i have i could watch that movie over and over because it's just got everything it's you know it's got everything you want nice quick easy nothing too crazy and you're done
0: I agree, that's a great movie it's a real easy watch, That if that's on cable I'm 100% watching it you forgot to mention Gary Busey who is very good in that role this was right before Gary Gary Busey became the most crazy person in Hollywood uh, Lori Petty is the, very hot as the surf instructor turned girlfriend turned yes. uh, you know, whatever um, yeah, it's a great movie good, good. Uh, and then
2: my l- a strange go, anecdote go if I may add, if that's okay yeah Uh, Patrick Swayze grew up down the street from my mom, and they actually went to church together. St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, Houston, Texas. Shout Uh, out. No, we don't do free
1: shout outs. No, free shout outs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, uh, he was a couple years older than my mom, but my my mom grew up knowing who Patrick Swayze was, and he knew her
1: family He's dead, right?
2: Yes. Very tragically. Pancreatic cancer.
1: Not good. Um, I mean, it, was,
0: it wasn't lupus, but it's fine. Well, no,
1: that's uh, the, lupus? Um, the the uh, rheumatoid. By the way, Watch girl- 2021 yet? Yeah. Is it meningitis? Scoliosis? Lupus? Is it lupus? I heard it. I heard it. I heard it, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think Seinfeld's funny. Okay, oh, and this I, could be I, a whole other I know this is JP's favorite show but I don't think that type of humor is funny because I think it's like stupid humor I want dirty you, you, I'm not getting into this you know what I'm going to say Whatever. next one so now the last one based on the time frame I don't even know what year it came out let me just google this because when it came out I was all up in it 2000 uh-huh. so how old was I in 2014 kind of like that American Pie scenario gone in 60 seconds phenomenal uh, Memphis rains. Bad. Got to steal fifty cars. The Mustang GT, GT was the last one. Angelina Jolie was in it, nonetheless. Um, no, not the Mustang. It was a Shelby. Uh, no, it was
2: a Mustang. It was it was a, a, a Shelby
1: GT500. Shelby, yeah. I, um, I mean, Giovanni Ribisi, who we love, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, love oh, rains. Oh, love Kip rains. <laughs> oh yeah, he's always the one that's in trouble. Uh, Robert Duvall was in it. Um, yeah, Delroy Lindo, like you know who he oh. is when you see him. Delroy
0: Lindo's the man. Are you kidding me?
1: Timothy Oliphant,
0: love yeah. Timothy. Ol- one of the most handsome guys in Hollywood.
1: Very good looking. Will Will
2: Patton, yes, yeah. V- Vinny Jones, and then, then Vinny Jones. You have to say is that it, one of the best movie songs ever, and it has one line: "Bring Sally up, bring Sally down."
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean the, the
2: the. That song, if you put it on, I can go ham sauce on a treadmill for like four minutes <laughs> to bring Sally up, bring <laughs> Sally down. Well, I remember I mean, ham,
0: I'm, ham sauce. I love that.
1: <laughs>
2: I remember when I uh, just put that Nick thing on, now. I'm, I'm like, gonna start like, pounding the treadmill.
1: Uh, when Cage was like, "Let's go," and he rolls his fingers like, "No," he kind of like, uh, "Whatever." I, I thought this is Cage's best movie. <laughs> I'm gonna go out oh. on a limb here. Wow! No, 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 like, no.
2: But, stop! Yeah. Nick Cage needs to be a respected actor.
1: But th- this is one, you know, this is in my, you know, I like this movie. So, yeah, right, that's so my top three. I don't care what any of you fuck. No, think. that's
0: fine. That's fine. But I'll tell you this. Next show going to be Westerns. Please listen. It's going to be good. We're going to have a special guest named Nolan. Uh, he runs the Trivia 512 here that JP and I regularly win when we do show up. Uh, but I think the very next show after Westerns has got to be Nick Cage. Got to be all about Nick Cage. I think that's going to be a fucking that's phenomenal a great show. Topic, am I wrong? actually.
2: Uh, you could do great with Nick Cage. Yeah, we're doing Actually, Nick Cage. my
1: favorite movie of Cage is the one with the golden gun. Face uh, Off. What? what?
0: Oh, Face, face Off. off. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you're talking about Nick Cage and his wildest American Kabuki m- maniac, then yeah, Face Off is his top movie, i agree. That movie
1: was pretty good, and plus John Travolta is in that movie, and he's not all that great of an actor either.
0: Uh, well, those two together, because they're so over the top and so weird... Um they're they're a good fit to, to play the we're gonna play each other type of role. And but I don't want to get too deep into it. We're gonna do a Nick Cage episode, it's all good. Uh I'm gonna blast through my top my yeah, honorable mention. Three all 30 because we well we gotta well, I don't have thirty, I have three. Uh my first one is Bottle Rocket, which is uh Wes Anderson's first movie. I know I brought yes. rushmore up in the last episode. <clears throat> uh Bottle Rocket is a great heist movie, and I'll tell you for one reason. It's a comedy heist movie similar to a tower heist but it's also uh, the the guys that are doing it are mentally ill and and and, and it doesn't work and the and the place that they're trying to rob doesn't have the thing that they want so it's literally like it flips the heist genre on its ear um, and it takes these guys that think that they're these like badasses and, and makes them these ridiculous uh, sources of, of hilarity, and I love it. I love every actor in it. Luke and Owen Wilson are phenomenal. This is their, kind of their first movie with Wes Anderson. It is definitely their first movie with Wes Anderson, but their kind of first movie overall, and it's hilarious and I funny. still
1: don't get how people like Owen Wilson. I uh, JP and I talked about this in the two episodes ago. I don't understand it. He literally has a wow. kid that he wants zero he says, "I don't want anything. Wow. Give the money. He's not even like you know what. I don't want to be a father, but I'll give you a one million dollars. So I'm worth fifty. He doesn't even. Oh, he doesn't even want to take ownership of it. That's not good. Okay.
2: So I don't so like this. Him. He's got a huge
1: schnoz. Don't like him.
2: <laughs> can, I, can I? Can I expand a little bit on on Bottle Rocket? Please, okay. please do. Okay. Uh, one thing I would advise everyone to do uh, if you're listening. If you have the chance, watch the short film that Anderson made a few years earlier of the same name. Yes. It is a delightfully strange and awkward short film that kind of puts the the later film uh, into perspective. And then... Anytime that guy is in a movie, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, like he's so good. And then if you ever want to laugh, go read the like 1975 interview that James Caan did with Playboy. It is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever read in my life. Uh, it's very good. I yes.
0: I agree with you there. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, just just some like random trivia that's attached to that movie. But yeah, Wes Anderson filming a movie at a, a house designed by Frank Lloyd Wright might be the most just perfect. Yeah, than I've ever
0: it's, a, it's a smidge on the nose, but I, I do love it. And that movie works, and it's just funny, and I love when people are making art that is true to themselves and what they want to do and what makes it so funny. So that was great. My number two pick is Baby Driver.
2: Uh. Oh my
1: God, I fucking hated that movie. No,
2: yeah, I a good watch. Hated I hated that movie. Okay, why did you hate it? Explain to the audience.
1: Because I watched 30 minutes of it, and I was bored dickless.
2: However, the guy, uh, the guy, dude used to be a dj you know
1: uh the kid yeah if you actually yeah. if you look it up he was a dj he was not that great but he was at a show with Nicki romero martin garrix and afrojack if any of you people know maybe kk because i don't want to say anything but lesbians like um edm but you know they're not lesbian but lesbians do like they don't
0: identify as lesbian come on guardy you're, you're better than this but here's the thing I don't care about DJs and I what all I really do care about is the music in this movie is fantastic. I love uh, Jamie Foxx, I love John Hamm, I love Gal Gadot, I love even Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey comes back up in another heist movie. Um, he's been canceled, but that movie is just fun to watch. I think the the what they do is great and I love the music and I'm I'm such a big fan of music and film and I think they married it so well in that um JP, do you have a point to make? If not, I'm going to get on to my third pick in honor. No,
2: mentions. we talk about cable rewatchability. I haven't really seen that one hit the TNT, TBS, USA circuit yet. It doesn't really come on those channels, yeah. But I'm sure it will, right? I feel like when films are five, six years old is when that starts to happen. Yeah. I will absolutely put it on. It has a very high rewatchability scale. And it moves quickly, like Guardian, I know you, see you didn't like it, but like it's—I don't know—it's probably like what an hour fifty-two hours. It moves pretty quick.
0: It does, it, it, and it bangs along. It's a good—it's a good movie. It's got—it keeps you interested because the kid falls in love with the waitress and the whole thing. I don't know; it doesn't matter. The point is, it's—it's um. it's in my honorable mentions. It's not my pick, so we don't have to spend all the world talking about it. My third pick in honorable mentions, and this is kind of a wild one. This might be in, in your, some somebody else's top three. The score. Great film. Really seen. It's old. Not
2: not in my top three though. Yeah.
0: We're talking Robert De Niro. We're talking Edward Norton. We're talking Edward Norton. They got Marlon Brando to, to appear in the film. Was that which his is...
2: last role? Was that Brando's it, last role?
0: If it wasn't, it was. It was very close to his last role.
2: Okay. Um, it had from,
0: Nebraska.
1: from Nebraska. From Nebraska. else you
2: know. He's
1: from Nebraska.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. too.
1: so's the Reuben.
0: The sandwich.
1: The sam- yeah, the Reuben sandwich was invented in
0: Good Omaha, Good God. Now you're just making shit up. That, no, I that, swear to 100%, God. 100%. That came out of delis in New York. That did not come from Nebraska. I swear.
1: If you Google the Reuben sandwich, the Reuben sandwich, where was it invented? Type in Reuben sandwich invented. Omaha, Nebraska. Reuben Kulowski. Probably some Polish fuck, JP's uncle or something. Oso grocer. <laughs> <Drosin. laughs> um... And uh, yeah, look it up. It's on You know, Nebraska has a couple things. Nick Nolte is from Nebraska. Nick Nolte, Marlon Brando, the dude from from American Pie who plays lacrosse, who's a loser. What's his name? Uh, Chris Klein. Yeah, he's from Nebraska. Oh, and Dwayne Wade's wife. That's it.
2: Gabriel Union.
1: oh and 311 so there's your nebraska information so there you go oh warren buffett to it and oh, also the
0: band bright eyes is from nebraska. Bright.
1: well actually uh this is totally off topic but omaha nebraska apparently is a very good music scene
0: they do and there's a there's a label there called saddle creek which is a very big indie rock music label out of uh out of omaha nebraska and uh yeah there's there's a there's a big scene there for sure
1: so, that's uh, my Nebraska information. Let's go into Fuck the Score. JP, number three. Just number three.
2: <laughs> Just number three. Again, this, this was hard because there there was kind of like this weird middle class of films, but I, I feel good about my three. All number right. three is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels.
0: Wow. I agree with you we- for sure.
2: Wow. <laughs> Guy Ritchie's directorial debut. This movie is so all over the place. For actually, I require subtitles to know what the fuck is going on the entire time. Because the, the the accents are so thick and I have no idea what they're saying and what they're talking about. But it is such a delightful movie. Uh, I, I You talk about bangers, like action the entire time. That's this movie. You yeah. talked about like the twist at the end of uh, The Usual Suspects. The the fact that he's holding the cell phone in his mouth, and he's about to drop the shotguns in the River Thames at the end—it's like a perfect ending. Like these guys can yeah. literally not catch a break; they're just in the way of their own stupidity. It, it's a great film, and I—you talk about cable rewatchability. If this thing is on, I am not looking at anything else on the guide. This thing is going on my TV, and I'm watching it.
0: I love it. I love it I, I couldn't agree more it's a great pick it didn't make my top three but it is it was very I was on the on the edge about picking it in my top into my top three because so, I do love that movie it a, is a good, good
2: a good question for you Jim did you happen to see this movie in theaters when it came out
0: that is a great question for me. And no, I did not see it when it came in the theaters uh, at first. Um, I can't. I was probably too busy finger blasting some broads because I was because I was so <laughs> oh, I was so hair. young and yeah, I, I had hair, I had a tan, I was thin, I was out there getting my. But you do
1: doing was, Orange was, Theory though. Movies? How many Orange Theories have you done?
0: I've done three Orange Theories. Love it. Um, You love it? I'm not. I well, I'm trying, man. Here's the thing. I've got the podcast. I, I like to work out at night, so it's tough. I got the podcast on Wednesdays. I've got, you know, I got, I got work. I got a million different things, and I know I'm creating. I, I'm just creating excuses, but I, I really do need to go more. You often. Really
1: are there are seven days a week, and all you need is a podcast. It's seven o'clock. On the day. <laughs> <laughs> like that is ridiculous. But you know,
0: I want to go. I want to go more often, and I, I, am gonna go. I didn't go last week because uh, I can't remember what the. Re- I had a good reason for not going last week, but this week I'm, I'm definitely going. Well, and I went yesterday. To, oh, I went yesterday. Right. I'm gonna go on Thursday. We'll, you know, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get in shape. I'm trying to live for the podcast. That's all I care about. All
1: right. Well, um, JP, you done with your three? Because I'm about to go into mine.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm J- done, JPs I'm, JP's only done his first one. Do we want we're to? We're going 3-3-3, three
1: three, 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 Remember, That's well, we Jesus do.
2: Christ! You may I make one more comment about? Please, absolutely. Walk, talking two smoking barrels.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Vinny Jones, who was also in Gone in 60 Seconds. If, if we yeah. want to make cross-references. Hey, he, he actually scored 13 goals in the Premier League, which is like widely accepted as the best soccer league in the world. He did. That is an amazing... I mean, you talk about like a guy just leaving one career and going into another and being a just a boozy badass. Vinny Jones deserves a big... I mean, he played for Chelsea. He played for like one of the biggest football clubs in the world and said, I'm going to become an actor and actually is like a respected actor, not like like some crappy C-list like action star. Uh, okay, number, okay. Three. Fucking... number three. I don't want to fucking.
1: Number three. My number three, it's a 2A, 2B, so I'm only going to give you one. Okay? So the first one I'm going to give you just right now, it's Bank Heist, Wall Street, 24-hour period. Um, you got Jodie Foster. Anyone can oh. name the movie?
0: Inside Band. Great, great oh, flick.
1: Phenomenal. That is my number three or three or 2a or 2b or 3 whatever you want it's tied with two the point is great flick and then what happens to clive owens going of the fucking tunnel or whatever he's doing in the wall
0: yes the, well, then then he comes gra- out. it's such a great heist movie because it is about and i mean i'm gonna dig into this a little bit here guys and apologies but uh, inside man uh, spoiler alert was my number three pick as well
1: okay um i like, like that the- well you and me think alike you and me think like and in- This movie is straight heist movie. It probably started at the heist. Like there's no, you know, there's no other part to the movie. It's heist and that's it.
0: There's no, but here's what. This is why it flips the heist movie on its ear is because there isn't the heist guys are the good guys and the cops are the bad guys or the cops are the good guys and the heist guys are the bad guys. It's the bank owner. You know who had Nazi money. Who was the bad guy? And the the detective and actually the bank robber end up kind of working together at the very end, which is which is totally different than any other heist movie that's ever happened. Denzel, this might be Denzel's best movie, and I know that that's kind of sacrilege. I know we 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 could talk about Glory and we could talk about a million other roles that Denzel's been in, but as far as like. Him being this mysterious character who has this kind of gray area, blurry past, who ends up becoming this sort of actor of justice and this, this great detective throughout the course of the movie, he's phenomenal. And Denzel's great in everything he does, but he's phenomenal in this movie. That movie is a amazing a bank heist movie, and it I'll watch it any time I see it on TV.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen it probably three or four times. Well, like your yeah. number one heist movies would uh, be like Titanic or something, because you have no idea about like comprehension and
2: like. <laughs> so we're we're doing my number two film, right? Please, yeah. please, yes. Okay, uh, it's Heat. Yes.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually have never seen Heat.
0: I'm not surprised. Cause
1: However, I don't want to ruin your th- I don't want to ruin your thing. However, I did watch the whole story about the North Hollywood shooting. This Heat. is a
0: JP pick, so he might have a little more insight than we do. Fuck JP. JP.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. The so Michael Mann, who who, you talking about a resume? Uh, Manhunter, The Last of the Mohicans. Uh, he wrote this film in 1979. Wow. So 16 years before it was actually made, and you know everyone they they like talking about Pacino and De Niro and The Diner, right? And and that's and that's the scene that everyone's always going to remember. Sure. Gary, you always talk about you liking action. The middle third of the movie, like literally the 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 middle like 70 minutes is a giant bank robbery shootout in the middle of LA. And it's it's it maybe one it's intense. maybe one of the
0: best shootouts in all of filmdom. And I'm including that in all of the westerns. I'm including that. It is such a a great scene. Um, and it is such a—I mean, it really draws you in. It's suspenseful. It's amazing. I, Guardy, if you—I ha- know you haven't watched it. He- no, I'll uh, tell
1: you why. Back in the mid '90s, or no, early 2000s. Before 2010, you know how it was like a big thing to have like surround sound system with your TV? And like you had like different stuff. My dad had this like whole setup and he's like Heat is the best to listen to. And so he used to blast that shit. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, it's just like ingrained in my head. Like that's why I'll never learn how to drive stick shift. whole scenario. I don't even want to get into that. And you know, my daddy fucked me up. So that's it. So I'll never watch Heat. So.
2: <laughs> sure. And like, you know, we, we like to talk about cast. But I mean like look, Pacino and De Niro, obviously. Val Kilmer, John Voight. Tom Sizemore, Ashley Judd, a young Natalie Portman is in this movie, uh, Danny Triejo. I mean, like, Jeremy Pivot, there, there's this, this exceptional cast of people, and a cool thing about this film, uh, well, actually, I'm going to say two things, one is that because it was filmed before 9-11, they were able to film this just ridiculous scene at LAX, which there is no way they'd be able to film now. Like, it just wouldn't be able to happen. And then the second thing is that, um, in, in kind of like a production note, the Unabomber had made a threat to LAX while they were filming. So they actually had to cut some of the LAX filming short, uh, which is kind of an interesting, you know, Ted Kaczynski, Uh You know, shout out to uh, Goodwill Hunting there. Uh, Unabomber. Unabomber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I... You, I mean, and I know we, we, we like to talk a lot about, like, action and banging and going at it. The middle third of that film is just an incredible action scene. And,
0: it's a banger. Oh, it's a banger. It is
2: a banger. And then the fact that Pacino, as as Vincent Hanna literally kills De Niro and is just sitting there holding his body and, like, oh, oh man, it is, it is an... A, mm, yeah, it... I wish it was my number one. It just didn't quite make it, but it's a very solid number two.
0: I agree. It is. Well done, JP. Uh, Justin, number two for you, buddy.
2: Yeah, we got,
1: we got time, right? We got to speed it up, so I'm just going to give you the pick, and that's it. Because I'm I hanging f- out. Hell or high water.
0: Great pick, and we're going to spend a little time on this because I also picked Taylor High Waters. My number two pick. I'm dying to find out what your number one pick is. We already, know. you
1: already know what my number one is, and your number one uh, is my number one. We both have the same number th- top three. That's phenomenal. I know.
0: That is pretty great. I mean, that's that's some
1: top guy shit. Because I maybe. know what your number one is, and we're not going to say it, but you know that I know what your number one is, and you know my number one, because I we haven't announced it yet, and we obviously is the number one.
0: Well, we both love this movie. Yeah. It's, so, it's so watchable, but Hell or High Water, phenomenal. Well, here's the thing. It's multiple heists happening in a movie. You've got Chris Pine, maybe one of the best looking guys in Hollywood right now. You've got Ben... <laughs> I like the other guy. What's the other guy? Ben Foster. Ben Foster is amazing. (laughs) He's a crazy, he's a wild-eyed lunatic, and he's so believable as the brother who just got out of Leavenworth. He's kind of like Rabisi. He's
1: kind of like Rabisi where he plays that role where he's like, he's a fucking, you just can tell he's he's a a lunatic.
0: well, then they back him into a corner. Like, they know they're about to get caught. He's like, I'm going to drive up here on this ridge and just fucking pick people. Like, he's a crazy. Like, he just wanted to rob banks. He didn't care about the money. He was a maniac. And and Chris Pine 100% cared about the money and his family. Jeff Bridges, by the way, who is maybe one of my all-time favorite actors, uh, plays yeah. the Texas Ranger who's tracking these guys down. Yeah. Uh, his partner gets shot in the head and dies, and so he takes it personal. And they also go all these, like... West Texas rednecks are like... They come out of the out of the last bank they rob, and all these West Texas guys are just standing across the street opening fire on them. And I was like, that's the most Texas thing I've ever seen in my life. JP, have you seen Hell or High Water? And if you haven't, you definitely need to watch it.
2: I have JP seen it. Taken- I, uh, apologies, I was on mute there for a second because one of my dogs decided to be a little vocal. I, I saw it. I... I don't know. I didn't like it as much as you guys, I guess. Wow. You know, let me tell you something, though. When I saw it, this is part of
1: the uh, Taylor Sheridan series. So Taylor Sheridan wrote Hell or High Water. I believe he did Wind River. He did Sicario. Yep. Uh, He wrote Yellowstone, which I heard is incredible, but I just know it's not my thing and I'll never watch it. He was also in Sons of Anarchy. He, He wrote some of it, but he was also in Sons of Anarchy. Taylor Sheridan... It puts up some bangers that type of movie you know i'm not a smart guy i mean i'm smarter than jim but i'm not a, it's that movie where there's like the rolling hills and it's like the deep it's kind of like that wind river you know what i'm saying like that camera the cinematography and then it's like i can't tell what what that's called it's kind of the same it's hell or high water and wind river had that same feel
0: they did yeah absolutely but it's uh, he's a he's a fantastic writer um and uh, proved himself to be a great director on Wind River. Um, and maybe is a great director on Yellowstone. I haven't watched it yet. Um, you know but, what
2: I? You know what I think this movie. I, I now that I'm thinking about it, it's too similar to No Country for Old Men.
1: No, because I mean, no. it's both in
2: Texas. No, but like the 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 West Texas. I. I now, like now that I'm thinking about it, because I would have seen No Country for Old Men like two or three years before this. Right? I thought
1: that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow, uh,
2: that You're is a different discussion. Out of disgusting. your mind, Garnie.
0: So, I thought it was boring, but, but, I it was I think, boring.
2: Like, but I think the whole like like Texas Outlaw. You know, Tommy Lee Jones is playing the sheriff. You know, uh, who are what Jeff Bridges plays a Texas Ranger, right? I, yep. I I think maybe there was just too many strains of similarity for me, because No Country for Old Men is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, um, especially the scene at the end where he's talking about how he's older than his dad and his dreams now, which is really weird. Yeah, but yeah, it's super weird. Uh, yeah, but I I think I I think maybe seeing this, I just was like, eh. This feels like kind of the same vein as that movie. It just doesn't feel as good. I completely
0: agree with you, JP. I understand that the similarities there. Yeah. But we have, we have to get into number one picks, all right? I feel like Justin and I have the same number one pick. I don't know if we do. I feel like we do. But uh, I'm really interested to hear yours, JP. What do you got for number one? This so
2: is a French one. film. Uh, <laughs> no. Look, and Rafifi is a, an astonishing film. But I knew that would just ring completely hollow with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know, my, 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 Rafifi, you should watch it. It's actually a really good movie. Um Rafifi. It's a uh, it's a great film. My number Machu. one.
0: That's that's for Machu. Yeah, my my
2: Machu. number one my number one was Inside Man. Oh,
1: Interesting. Okay. I'm Interesting. shocked. I am shocked for a man of your intellect. I would have thought it was like some like Turkish film from 1938 or
2: something. No, look, I mean, look in, my, in my don't mention it, let's not talk about it, honorable mentions, The Killing, which is Stanley Kubrick's first movie, yeah, is right? fucking awesome. And you can include the F word in there. I don't care if my mom and dad listen to this. That movie is they amazing. They won't, but continue. They're, yeah. they're yeah, robbing I- a horse track. The guy's girlfriend has got a, a, a side heist to rob him because she's tired of dealing with him. It's a banger. It's an, an amazing film, but it, it it was made in 1956. You know, it's it's hard to look at a movie like that and say, oh, that's my favorite heist movie. That's like yeah. saying the Beatles is your favorite band. When you say yeah. that to people who are actually musicians, they roll their eyes at you and they're like, you're a fuckstick.
1: You just can't okay? wait. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit different.
2: You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. We didn't grow up when the Soviet Union was around and... In disco and free love and, like, you know, tripping Acid with Timothy Leary. Like, I'm sorry, that's not my life. That, that That's not my experiences. I didn't grow up in that. I hate when people say the Beatles are their favorite band. It's ridiculous. No, I it's hate like, that. It's like, it's like a 20-year-old saying Red Hot Chili Peppers is their favorite band. That's insane. Stop it. Really? Yes. Now, look, if you're 35 or 40 and you say that and you're like, oh, hey, I grew up in Southern California, great.
1: So, who would you say like the greatest rock band of like the '90s is?
2: Oh man, we're going. On hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Let's not go there because that is a, that might be a topic for top guys at some point.
1: That Justin, might happen. to be. I,
0: I'm dying. I'm dying to hear your top pick, Justin.
1: All right, so my number one is Jim's number one. I already called it. I already know it's his number one because it wasn't in his honorable mention. The fact that it wasn't his honorable mention, it's in his number one. The watchability factor: ninety nine point oh. nine. Cast. Ninety nine point nine story. Ninety nine point nine. I would say in the last, well, I would say in the two thousands, this is probably top twenty movie that's come out. Agreed. You would agree?
0: I would agree. I don't. I don't know what you're gonna say, but I'm ninety nine point nine <laughs> yeah. percent sure what you're gonna say.
1: Yeah, my number one, hands down, is the town. Hands down.
0: Yes. The town that is the best heist movie to come out in the past 15, 20 years. It is so good.
1: The whole plot, the whole thing. You got Jeremy Renner. You got Blake Lively, the trash bag girlfriend, um, or the sister, whatever she was. Um, yeah. Blake
0: Lively. Blake John Lively Hamm. The
1: trash bag. John Hamm, the FBI agent. So good. So good. The whole movie. The watchability factor. It just. It's kind of like um. Uh, what was that Netflix movie that just came out with uh, Rosamund Pike? I still care. It just I care a lot. I care a lot. It just flowed. It just went through, boom, done. That's it. Like That's all I wanted. Yeah. There's nothing. It was a very good movie.
0: Um, two, two things about this movie. Chris Cooper and maybe one of the best, one of the most memorable cameos in recent times where Ben Affleck goes, he plays his dad in prison, and uh, they have that conversation, and he tells him about his mom, and he says, I'll, I'll talk to you I'll see you again in this in this world of the next. Holy shit, what a great fucking... I mean, that's an East Coast relationship right there. That is quintessential. I'm not saying I love you. I'm not going to say that to you. But I'm going to say something weird and cryptic, which means I love you. So if I don't see you, I'll see you in this world of the next. Fucking amazing. Also, in our uh, underrated actors, I had Pete Postlewaite, who plays uh, Freddie, the guy that runs the, the flower shop, who's the kingpin in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. And when bad and Affleck goes, remember who clipped you nuts for
2: you? JP, oh. how
1: is this not in your... on? This movie is fucking... Ph- this movie is phenomenal.
2: I like the movie. I never... I was never into it as, as much as others. I... Out here.
1: Side note. I'm, yeah. I'm all about the side notes. What didn't make it because I didn't watch it that much because it was very heavy. And I'm shocked that you didn't put it on there, but I don't think you finished it either. What am I thinking Even of? A- City on a Hill. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: that's uh, I, it didn't make it for me. I never finished watching it, it moved too slow for me. But cable rewatchability, forget about my wife jokes about the town because I like if I watch a movie more than once, she goes, Is this the new The Town? Because I, I've <laughs> every time The Town is on, I rewatch it, it's phenomenal. and she's like, Oh. This is the new town, so we're gonna watch this every time it comes on TV. And I'm like, no, it's not the new town. I'm just watching it again. But I, every time the town is on, I watch it, and she makes fun of me. But I love I'm gonna it. go I really
1: out on a limb, it. Jim. I'm a limb guy. I th- go you out. Love on limbs. limbs. I love you. Limbs. Love limbs. Out of our lists, our lists are six movies each time. Sometimes they've been a little bit more before JP. Pre JP. I think the town might be the best movie so far. Movies
0: that just bang and clang and are just great from beginning to end. The town really fits the bill on that, JP. It's everything. I'm not good I am not going to like paint myself into a corner and say that the town is the best movie and it's the toppest of top guy movies. Definitely not. But if we were to make right now the toppest of top guy movies that we've picked so far, the town would be in my top three. For
1: sure it for would be sure. there. I don't
0: know if it'd be number one, but it would be in my top three for sure.
1: You know what other movie we missed? What's that? It's on the outskirts of the honorable mention, but it could very well be there because it would just got through. Den of Thieves. Oh, I dude,
0: that almost fun. made my list. It almost made my my honorable mentions, and that is a very good movie. But first, uh, there's just there. It's a wide field, and you got to pick what you got to pick. That's yeah, why I love I, about the three and three. Picks. Yeah,
2: I do love the three and three concept. I think I think it it makes the it it makes picking films harder. You have to kind of get into the nitty gritty. How did they make you feel? are they rewatchable do you like the cast do you like the story i i like the three in three concept i i think it And needs then a- you
0: th- yeah, and I think when we're doing three and three, you have to you know kind of more defend it, you know, to to the people, or not necessarily defend it, but make a case for it, which I think is is a lot better. But listen, it, we're 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 coming up on a on the hour mark here, guys. I don't want to uh, keep drawing this out. I want to. I'm going to have to edit this thing down and get it out hopefully before Monday. So we're going to do our sign out. Is everyone okay with that?
2: Yeah, westerns next week. I yeah, I just... am juiced. Uh, we can talk about spaghetti westerns. We can talk about modern westerns. I think. I think it's going to be a phenomenal topic. Gardy, you will be sorely missed. but
1: Oh, I'm I'll sure be- I'll be missed. I'm certainly not going to be it because I want to be face deep in puss by then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, yes, the, the Western genre, I've, JP, I, I think that you and I will need to text about this a little bit because I think it's pretty – like I, you could go anywhere from Rio Bravo – uh, John Wayne, all the way up until No Country for Old Men. Like, there is there is a really wide area if, there, so we'll have to talk Tombstone about If Tombstone
2: doesn't get a 10-minute discourse, oh.
0: then oh, we're doing
2: it. something wrong. is it Hostiles the-
1: very good?
0: Yes. And I'll tell you right now, Tombstone's in my top three. There's no question about it. That is, that is right in my, my Western's wheelhouse. I absolutely love it. Django? But... Oh, Django's a Western too? Alright, look, it's we're gonna get a
2: consideration where you gotta tease the crowd. That's all.
0: We are gonna get into it next week. Don't worry about it. But look, are we gonna be able to say JP's name without laughing this week? Or
2: yeah, have we JP, had enough? No, of that? no, because here's
1: the thing. I um
0: I remembered it. Okay, good. Alright. So, yeah, yeah, so four. Please let me do the sign off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So four Alright. <laughs> let me try. Come on. Hold on. Do we have to have that's professionalism. Yeah, professionalism. Let's professionalism.
2: All right. professionalism. All right.
0: For the Top Guys Movie Podcast, this is Jim Davis. <laughs> Fuck
2: you. <laughs> Gardy goes
0: second. We, we, we oh, yeah. I know. Guardy Go goes second. He okay. dropped the ball. All right. Three, two, one. For the Top Guys Movie Podcast, I'm Jim Davis.
1: This is Justin Guardy. This is JP
0: Wachikowski. We will see you next time. Thank you very much.